Welcome to this week's picks, the podcast for all of you fellow streamaholics out there. I'm Ryan with my good friend Jason, your best guys, the best shows, movies, books, cocktails, and more. Join us as we navigate the streaming jungle, uncover those hidden gems, and recommend the absolute must-watch entertainment. Plus, we'll spice up reviewing with delightful cocktail recipes, some bodacious music picks, and the occasional captivating book recommendations with a little extra effort of reading. Get ready for all the laughs, drama, suspense as we dive into a world of endless possibilities. This week's picks, episode 17, your ultimate podcast for streaming. Well, this is going to be a little dystopian, so may not delights. What's up, Jason? Welcome to it, buddy. Yeah, excited about this one. Uh, A lot of great films, and we're going to leave a lot out. We'll probably have to do like a part part two on this later because oh, even yeah. for me i was going like nope nope i got to cut it down to 10 <laughs> right uh, oh. so i definitely cut it down i cut it down mm-hmm. and, and picked the different themes of everyone so i have you know many more i can go back to and we'll definitely probably go on a couple of tangents on this episode where we talk about other movies or books or i was gonna say like- when you say dystopian because when you say dystopian that can be like zombies Right. Nuclear fallout. Right. Like twenty is twenty eight days later. Dystopian. <laughs> you know, there's just so much, right? I saved that for my zombie films uh, themed episode, but I did almost have twenty eight days later in my picks because oh, I think it's dystopian. I mean, zombie apocalypse. You wake well, up, I mean, everyone's gone. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, anything that kind of puts the world on its heels is dystopian, technically. So True. you could say contagions, kind of dystopian. Yeah. So uh, let's start in right with a, a pick I don't think anyone saw coming. All and right. I'm a little hesitant to even call it a pick because it is a mediocre film. <laughs> but I have such good memories around it. And I think it's an interesting movie to see at least once from Neil Marshall, who did, uh, I think, Descent is probably the most other notable film I can think of. Um I don't know any of the... I'm looking at the cast list right now, and I don't recognize a single name on it. It came out in 2008. It's called Doomsday. And oh, yeah. It's like a lethal virus spreads through Britain. It's like based out of Britain, the movie. And it kills and infects millions of people. And they quarantine the country, but then like three decades later, the virus resurfaces again, and you're following like this elite group of specialists dispatched into the country kind of like um kind of like what was that film that came out army of darkness or no wait no that's the wrong one <laughs> the one where the vegas gets quarantined off and the army team the has dead? to go in yeah army of the dead yeah it's kind of it's a little bit like that <laughs> um so they have to this special elite unit has to battle their way through the landscape to do something i don't even they're going. I, I, they there's found a cure. survivors. Yeah, they found. There's survivors. like a cure in the quarantine zone. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. so they're dispatched to get there, get them out. Um, and it's it's hard to talk about because this movie is. Uh, I was reading through reviews, and I think the one that stood out to me most was somebody compared this movie to when you were like a kid, and they had fountain drinks, and you you go make like a suicide you'd be like a little bit of coke a <laughs> little bit of sprite a little bit of orange soda mm, just drink it all at once that's this movie it is like eight different films <laughs> slammed into one like it's oh, it's like oh, oh man pepper. we really like 28 days later and the warriors and like this horror film and 
this drama film and like Mad Max and like let's just shove them all together. And just yeah, don't forget the medieval knights with maces. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly yeah. you're in like a castle and there's like knights and like, yeah, yeah. You just you every... just had a grenade launcher, dude. Why don't you have a grenade launcher anymore? Yeah, they're trying to set up like this dystopian world where certain things like a zombie zone. These people yeah. have reverted back to like the medieval times, and this group of of elite forces are like fighting their way through these zones and each zone's like its own unique not only yeah. world but time <laughs> like it's just yeah yeah they did <laughs> I, I think the suicide analogy of a suicide drink is probably the best analogy i've ever heard about that movie the movie it, just makes no sense yeah no, like, just... but it's also fun like it's i've just watched fun. it more than probably five six times easy because it's fun I think it kind of reminds me a lot of like Escape from New York is kind of the tone. Yeah. The just it, absurdity. It definitely. They definitely took from that. They definitely took from Mad Max. Yeah. I mean, because when they, they go just, find the Bugatti, well, you know, in the shipping container, they just stole from everything, just threw it in one cup. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. crazy. And they made it as bloody and violent as they possibly could. Very over the top. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Kate Beckinsale's twin sister. I feel like that girl. Oh, okay. Her, the main the main actress in that movie. Um, I think she ended up playing in the Rise of the Lycans. She was the daughter of the vampire from Underworld hmm. that he had to kill because he looked so much like Kate Beckinsale. But anyway, all right. Uh, and uh, that's it's a good film. It's fun. It's a, it's a, that's that's something. It'll fly by. That that film flies by because you actually can break it up almost episodes. <laughs> That's true. Me. You could watch it like a little mini episodes. Yeah. Oh, we're medieval world now. Okay, we're it's out of like there. Six movies in one. Jeez, man. That's a yeah, great so pick, Jason. Check That's it out. That's a great pick. Doomsday. I have to go back to that one. I have to go back to that one. All right, man. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to go on to my first dystopian pick. Uh, knowing that there's a sequel to this apparently in the works. Uh, it's 2007's I Am Legend. Hmm. Uh, it's got directed by Francis Lawrence, starring none other Will Smith. And the tagline for this movie is pretty perfect as well. Sometimes the taglines nail it. The last man on earth is not alone. So, but if you don't know about this movie, Will Smith plays a scientist named Robert Neville. He's unable to stop the spread of a terrible virus. He was in the military. It's an incurable virus that was man made. Somehow, Neville has a natural immunity. And, of course, he's hanging out in Manhattan, New York area, I believe, and he is trying to send out daily radio messages looking for other survivors. The whole deal is, she's saying his dog, but she find out pretty quick in the movie, of course, that there's other things there, other beings that are mutated from the virus. So kind of similar to Doomsday. There's a, a virus, zombie virus, that's mutated and made a whole new race of, you know, I guess living living things, and it, you know, so they're violent. But anyway, it's a great dystopian film. I think it's shot really well. It's really fun. All the different uh, scenes and areas that the city goes through. Um, you know, I saw a comment on Letterbox. I think it was absolutely classic. So the population dropped to twelve million people due to the virus, and people still watch Shrek. So there's <laughs> there's, there's that scene where he's watching Shrek on the DVD, but. It's kind of cool. I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think if you like, if you haven't seen this, and you like Walking Dead, um, any kind of zombie film is a different kind of turn on the zombies. It's actually the third remake of this film. Uh, it's originally from a book called Omega Man. Charlton Heston played the lead in, I think, the second or the original 
version of this film, Tablo Mega Man. But uh, yeah, uh, but apparently, yeah, there's a 2024 or 25 sequel, I Am Legend 2, coming out. But hmm. all right, yeah. yeah, you like this one, Jason? Do you like this movie? Uh, man, I don't know. Like, I've seen it yeah. two or three times. I remember liking it when I first saw it, but yeah. I when I think about it, like, hey, do I want to watch I Am Legend? The answer is always no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I see it in the in the queue of like new movies on this platform, I I will never be clicking on it. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I've watched yeah. it. It's like, eh, I just I don't know. It's not a good time. You know, there's two endings. There's also an ending. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still like the I like the first ending they went with better. Um, but with the theatrical ending or the yeah, theatrical ending, yeah, yeah. But actually, the ending in the book is very different because it's the ending in the book is he realizes he's the last remaining human. Mm-hmm. He realizes he's actually the boogeyman to the new species to, and they're yeah. not the monster. Right. So, I thought it was really kind of cool, but uh, no, I, in the, yeah, in the theatrical. Uh, he like saves the other woman's life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woman and the child, yeah. Yeah, and then sacrifices himself. Spoilers. Right. Spoilers, yeah. Yeah. Post spoiler yeah. alert. Post spoiler alert. Oh, my bad. Our bad. Anyway, still watch it. Have you never seen it? There is a great. I did a thing that made it back on my pick list, and I actually gave more of a half a half higher star on Letterbox. Is I came across a YouTube video about this movie, and the guy talks about little things. And where how the other species that's running around actually starts playing mental tricks on Will mm-hmm. Smith. And like you see the movie, he's got mannequins set up all over town so he can talk to people when he goes to like the record store and stuff. But some of them actually do move around. And these things right. run at night. So they're moving them and they set traps for him, like he set traps for them. So it's it's a little shit like that. And you're like, wow, okay, so that actually, you know, it did move. And, uh, but anyway, so it's got its, it's got its perks. It's definitely like you said. It's not one of those. If I had to picture this twenty eight days later, or you know, another film, I'm probably not selecting I Am Legend. I'm in a dystopian film, but uh, it's definitely a good time for two or three watcher. And like I said, the sequel coming up, maybe it's time to go revisit it and check it out, and read the book if you haven't read Omega Man. Read the book. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So, so so we'll play some. Uh, what is the what is that game called? Like. Uh... Five that seven shades from Kevin Bacon or something like yeah yeah all yeah, movies yeah. are just seven connections away from Kevin Bacon or something yep yeah um well I'm not actually going to go to Kevin Bacon but the <laughs> uh, okay a long that was a long ride for a short bus um so the director of this film I am Legend also directed um, several of the Hunger Games films okay which is not a recommendation or a pick. But it does lead me in a weird, long-winded way to bring up the next pick, Battle Royale, the Japanese 2000 film, um, where it's the future and the Japanese government captures a class of ninth grade students and forces them onto an island to kill each other. Like, last man standing wins. And, um, yeah. Um, Classic film. It is what the hunger... Yeah. It's what the Hunger Games is pretty much based on. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's a it's a weird but great film. Um, you're just following a bunch of Japanese like high schoolers around an island, all trying to do what they can to survive. You know, some are scared and hide. Some like 
befriend or try to get a group together. Some get, you know, oh. murderous psychopaths. Um, yeah. So uh, I have seen this recommended to me on some streaming platform. So I have never seen this. And so I, would, I don't have a lot to say about it. But it's always intrigued me because I do like a lot of those Japanese films and all that stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of the stuff we make today rips off of those anyway. So I'm going to I'm gonna select this one next time. I'm going to push play. I'm going to push play just because of this pit, bud. All right. You know, it's a, I think it's the thing with this one versus, say, The Hunger Games. Hunger Games tries to build up this big world and all this, all this crap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is more like... Uh, it's you could almost call it like a, a weird like dark comedic film almost where i don't know you just have these high school kids scurrying around trying to kill each other survive but there's also this like the human drama of the characters uh, there's some depth to it in a way that you just don't get out of, like the hunger games so mm-hmm. a lot more nuance um you know you may or may not like it i mean it is teenagers killing each other so yeah, there's well. a level of darkness to that that some people <laughs> aren't in the mood for or yeah. ever so yeah, it's, you it's know tough hey, sale sometimes tough sale. probably not a first date film but um not a first date film no 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 yeah i, that's I think it's if you're into movies i think it's a good film to watch at least once a lot okay. of films uh borrow from it over the years so it is a classic i would say well, that's where Battle Royale games came from. It it kind of is. I mean, it's just you dump 50 people onto a thing and say, there you go. Like, last man standing gets to live. You know, Good luck and Godspeed, huh? Yeah. Huh. So. Cool. Well, great pick, Jason. I'm definitely uh, going to check that one out. I'm definitely going to try to see if I convince the wife to watch that. Um, but <laughs> it may just be me in the office. Yeah, you might yeah. want to watch something by yourself the first time. Yeah, right. Uh, All right. Before you bring a loved one into it <laughs> uh, all right y'all uh moving on i'll uh, hit my second pick this one is a sequel uh of a sequel uh but it's kind of a, a bringing back an old and again bringing back an old 80s franchise to oh wait oh you said 80s okay i thought i was wanted to jump ahead because i thought i knew where you were going but... oh, sorry keep going okay. nope go ahead all right yeah so I'm talking about 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. Nice. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. I think it's damn right perfect. It has got a perfect score for me on Letterboxd. Another friend of ours on Letterboxd, I just came across his his, uh, his comment today when I was looking back at it. And he just says, a miracle and a masterpiece. Five stars. That's that's our friend's comment on that. And uh, But... It just it goes hard. It goes hard from start to finish. And um, but also this is my official endorsement to go watch all the Mad Max films. Okay, yeah. You know, because you know, even you know, because they really start out. I think the first one's called Mad Max. And then there's Mad Max Road Warrior, a Road Warrior, and it's still Mad Max. There's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and then Mad Max Free Road. The first three have Mel Gibson in them. This one. It's directed by George Miller. It stars Tom Hardy and Charlie Theron, who somehow is still smoking hot, attractive, dirty with a shaved head and a robotic arm. So you know, anyway, post apocalyptic Charlie Theron, you know, you still got it. You still got it, ma'am. But uh, Tom Hardy does the Tom Hardy thing and doesn't talk a lot in this film. I think there's some trivia out there about how few words 
he has about this. But I mean, what's talking about dystopian films, right? What's more dystopian than absolute fight for water and gasoline? Oh yeah. Or guzzoline as they call it in the original films. But uh, if you like high powered cars, high powered weapons, and one of the most ridiculous traveling band with the guys of Morro, <laughs> this fucking film, there's nothing it, it, they don't do. I, I mean, you it's, if you if you fall asleep in this movie, you you must have narcolepsy. That's all. I and so say. many like practical effects with the cars and, and the crashes yeah. and just yes. if you look at it on paper. It's dumb, and there it shouldn't be <laughs> a five star film that people you know rave about. It's right. Like, the plot's simple. There's not a lot of narrative at times, but it's so good. Just yeah, it just goes. I I think critics. I think that initially they thought it was going to flop. I think critics thought it was going to be terrible, and it comes out, and I thought it was going to be bad. I did not have high hopes, and man, I was beyond impressed. I absolutely loved it. Uh, a video, a video game came out around the same time. A Mad Max. It's actually not half bad to play. It's kind of fun. It's on Steam. Um, but yeah, no, I think you know I would give a safety notice. Maybe wait ninety minutes for going to try and drive after watching this because you want to drive a maniac. <laughs> you know, talking about you want to you know live in fury. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's got everything. It's got it's it's if you've not seen any of the Mad Max films. They're just over the top action with cars. It's like violent, fast, and furious. You know, but like more, more guns. And... I mean, in the the original Mad Maxes are interesting, but man, it just takes that and just elevates it to a new level somehow. Like George yeah. George Miller just takes it, and does something incredible with it. Yeah, and uh, I believe they're making a. He's making like a Furiosa. Okay. One I one movie as well. That. Yes, but I heard with Anna Taylor too. Joy. I think it mm. comes out like next year. I think supposedly nice. so her starting her beginning. Yeah, cool. I like it with Furious with Charlie Theron's character Fury Road. But yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, five stars must watch. I think it's on HBO Max. I think. Um, um let's see. It Max. is not anymore. It's a rental okay. now. It uh, they come and go. So just keep an eye out for it. Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray. So. It's 121 minutes. That feels like 30. I mean, there's so many supporting characters in this. So much fun. Cinematography is fantastically beautiful. I there's not a negative thing I'm gonna say about this one. I love this movie. But anyway, I've said it about 14 times up this review. Go freaking watch it. Rent it. Buy it. Need, own it. I need to buy it on 4K Blu-ray. Like it's yeah. just it's one of those films that's worth seeing in the like full 4K. Yep. Um. Not the sh- compressed streaming bullshit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Totally different thing. Anyway, we won't go into that. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about 2002. Uh, not 2002. 2012's Dread. Oh yes, yes. So, you know, if you recall, because you know Judge Dread from '95 with the uh, Sylvester Stallone and um that whole movie. The famous, it's like what it's like this dystopian future mm-hmm. where the cops are like cops and judges, so they can yep. sentence you on the spot and just kill you with um, judge jury executioner, yeah. yeah, judge jury executioner. So they, it's like a ridiculous 90s Stallone film originally, oh, yeah. and they updated it and remade a new version of it in 2012 with um, I don't even know who is the guy, like it's Carl Urban, Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, he has his mask on pretty much the whole film. Yep. And it is just a straightforward action film. There's not a lot of like, he's just, he's in this uh, tower and he's working his way up yeah. to get to the uh, drug dealer. It's a video game of a movie. Yeah. It's just one level at a time. Yeah. Work his way up through the bad guys, fight his way through everything. Just Percy is the bad guy, the main bad guy. Yep. What's mm-hmm. her name in it? Uh, Olivia Thurby. Thurby. I thought that the, the, the caller in the movie. Thurby. Mama or something like that. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, her name was uh, Mama or something. Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mama. So just straightforward, brutal action film. Just. That's what you're getting. Just badass action. Not a lot of other crap in the way. No romance plot. No side <laughs> plot. No. Just no. just straight violence. And his butt the gun does everything. Like it shoots yeah. every kind of bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Now, I do like it because it's like a dungeon crawler. You know? Yeah. Mama locks the whole place down and tells everybody they've got judges in the building to go kill him. To reward him. And they do a cool effect with that drug. It's in the movie. It's called slow mo or whatever. Oh yeah, uh-huh. they do a really great effect with that. Uh, but I forgot about that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good, good catch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if you want to watch the original Judge Dredd from '95, feel free. But it's not nearly as good. Much more of a not just like a '90s sci-fi that's kind of dumb. But <laughs> yeah. um, and they they honed it down, kind of like a lot with uh Fury Road. They took a an older movie that was eh, kind of interesting and fun and iconic and then just updated it and did it so much better and so much yeah. more focused. Yeah. So uh, give that a go. Um, you got any other picks for us? I got one more. I'm going right. to um, call this the comfy corner. Okay. This is my family friendly pick of the week for a dystopian right. future movie. It does, okay. it, it does exist. It does exist. It does exist. I'm going with 2008's Wally. All right. Pixar. It's a Pixar film. So it's animated. Yeah, real quick. I, I truly hope our future doesn't go this route. Where we're all blobs and hover chairs. But I, I will say I like the robots. I think it's really cool in the world. The way AI is coming right now in Boston Dynamics. Hey, man, we may not be too far off of a Wally walking around. But uh, yeah, a wall dash E or Wally is a robot alone on Earth doing his job and trying to clean up the vast wasteland of garbage we all left behind when he went to the stars and heading out in spaceships. So, um, Wally, you know, he's a robot like AI. That's just a good personality, but it's so freaking. It's a, it's a, uh, I mean, I'm going to say it's a cute movie. It's an adorable movie. Wally's adorable. What a robot, man. <laughs> Uh, I think it's, uh, a little synopsis I read is basically like Wally takes on the human characteristics. I really think Wally's develops a personality and becomes a collector of things he finds awesome in, in the garbage. So he's basically just, what was that? Uh, not Storage Wars, but American Pickers. He's basically just that, <laughs> the, whole, the whole earth. But, Love uh, it. My favorite, one of the favorite parts of this film is he, he goes to his home and it's full of little knickknacks, items he's chosen to collect, preserve, or even repair. I think it's just awesome. And, you know, he's just a little personality robot. I think they do a really, really great job in the animation to show his emotions and his thoughts and his feelings. Um, but, man, I don't know. I'm sure everyone listening to this probably knows Wally has seen it. But it's been out for a really long time. And maybe you've got kids now and you want to have a nice night on the couch with a comfy movie. So 
That's why I'm making this my comfy pick of the week. Uh, it's not, it's dystopian because it's a weird. It's got a weird future. Sure. We've left Earth behind, but not as dark as our other picks. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> what do you, whatever do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Not as dark as Doomsday. Um, yeah. So. Well, love but, it. Yeah. Great film. Great film yeah. for the, the date, the kids, the you know, yourself, whatever. Yeah, nice. I mean, it's relaxing, right? It's just relaxing. And I'm just kind of reading some more about it. You know, it's apparently it's been 700 years he's been on Earth doing this. So, oh wow, yeah. So it's kind of nuts, but yeah, um, fun film. I, of course, it's Pixar, so I'm streaming on Disney Plus right now. Um, check it out if you haven't in a long, long time. Remember how good and cute this movie is. Uh, it's it's been, and he reminds me a lot of Johnny Five. Speaking of like 80s stuff too, I think Wall is mm. kind of modeled after that. Maybe short circuit film. But uh, that's uh, that's my third pick of the week uh, for your family night. You know, sit back, relax, check it out. What else you got for us, Jason? Cool. Well, I got one more pick just to go over quickly because um, yeah, kind of want to save some of it for another uh, theme we'll definitely be doing down the road. For sure. But uh, 1990s Total Recall, the Paul Ver- Verhoeven directed film with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sharon Stone, yes. Michael Ironside. Man, it, what a what a blast! If you haven't seen it recently or ever, pick this one up, watch it. It's just a really fun '90s film. Oh my gosh, I had a childhood memory unlocked. I just, <laughs> I just, my parents trying to cover my eyes when the three tits come out. Oh, <laughs> yes, there is the infamous um, triple-breasted woman. Yeah. Um, but it, it's weird because on on the surface, this should just be a dumb. Arnold Schwarzenegger action film, but right. Paul Verhoeven takes it and does what he does, and it it has a lot of layered, nuanced themes through it. Um, interpretations towards the ending, a lot of interesting characters, oh, yeah, a lot of good action. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's this like sleazy American <laughs> action fantasy. It's just to, with this kind of reality versus fantasy playing out and which one you don't even know which one's which yeah think about um, it you do kind of think about the end of the movie I, yeah i agree there i mean the whole I, thing's just over the top and sleazy and just a, a joy to watch oh it's you know? an arnold schwarzenegger 90s film that's rated r what do you expect yeah. Just yeah. A, like a just a great sci-fi action film you know, huh? it's a lot of fun they try to remake it with um who, who was it colin, colin farrell. farrell in yeah. also 2012 um, and it's awful. The remake's dumb. It I was going to ask your thoughts on that. You know, it takes the concept of the first film and mm-hmm. puts it in a like dark, grayscale, dystopian Mars future, and just loses everything that's fun or interesting about the first one. You know that, like, yeah, they stacked the cast with like Colin Farrell, yeah. like Jessica Peel. I think Kate, Kate Beckinsale was in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. A few other names I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like. There was no heart or soul, or it's just oh yeah, another as bleh. gray as they made that film. That's how how you feel watching. You're like eh, like yeah, yeah. It's just the most generic sci-fi garbage ever. It's like <laughs> yeah, why you, why take these amazing movies and just recreate them shittier? Like, it's just I don't right. get it. You took, like you said, they stripped all the heart out of it. That's a great way to put that in the remake. So yeah, guys, go until we go back and watch the '90s version. It's, I mean, it's Arnold at his best. Um, two, two weeks. 
two two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just a great performance from Sharon Stone. Um, yeah. Arnold's a lot of fun. Always. Uh, you got any, you got any other movies or books or? I got a book that I am. It's on my to do list, and it's also a movie. And I haven't seen the movie or read the book, but I've heard great things. It's got a dystopian future to it. Um, so I'm gonna add this this honorable mention maybe to the this week's picks book club. Um, so hit me up if you've read it. Let me know what you think. But I'm gonna do it after I get done the book I'm currently on. It's, it's next, The Road. Hmm. I, I never read the book, never watched the movie. I think it's got Viggo Mortensen in it. Um, but yeah, apparently it's pretty freaking dark and heavy. So I've kind of delayed, right. delayed reading it. But uh, I'll put my honorable mention because I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna read it. Then I'm gonna watch it, and I'll let y'all. Let y'all know what I think and a follow up or minute Twitter post or something like that. But let me know if you've read that book or seen the movie and what you think about it. Of course, the book's probably going to be better than the movie because that's always how it is, right? But. Uh, sounds good. Look forward to hearing about that. Um, I am I'm done with my main picks, but I have a few honorable mentions we can just okay. speed round yeah. through if you want. Yeah. Um, first up is uh, Children of Men with uh, right. and Clive Owen is such an underrated actor, right? Really good film. I think this this movie gets really overlooked by a lot of people because yeah. it is dark and whatever. It's just it's a, if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of a little bit in the future um, where like humans can't procreate anymore, mm-hmm. and some woman gets miraculously pregnant, and so they um, you know are trying to transport her through this dystopian landscape to get her to safety. I don't. Know. Yeah, it's like they're trying to get her to a research group to find yeah. out like why, how she was able to get pregnant, right? Yeah. yeah. And Clive and Owens, this troubled guy, escorting her. Yeah, his ex-wife is played by Julian Moore, who leads a rebel resistance. Mm. Uh, and then Michael Caine plays like his dad, I think, and does a fantastic job. But it's a great Which... film. It is dark. I actually, where did you mention that? I tried to start the other day and watch it, and I was like, it's too heavy. It's too yeah, heavy right now. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. It's good but heavy, so I don't. I haven't seen it a lot of times just because of that. Which it makes me think of a couple shows spring to mind off it. The Last of Us yes. has kind of a similar vibe, um, and and uh, The Handmaid's Tale, you know, oh, which yeah. I don't recommend. I hate that show. Really? But did you finish? Like, how far did you get in it? Season one. Okay, yeah. Season one's incredible. Season two's kind of good. And then it goes into what one of my least favorite show tropes ever, where you just go in a loop, right? Oh, she's going to get out. She's going to get out. Oh, Oh, no, she got caught. Oh, she's going to get out. She's going to. Oh, no, she got. It's just you're just in this endless loop where you're just like, oh, great. okay, we're just doing the same thing over and over. Oh, no, she needs her daughter. Oh, boy. You know, it's like it just gets old. Season one's incredible. And it really just becomes a dumb uh, repetition after that. Well, let's move along quickly. Um, yeah. I just want to mention uh, 1996's Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves and Morgan Freeman and Rachel okay. Wise. Um, arguably not dystopian, but I was about to ask. I don't know. I just I just want to talk about it. Okay, um, talk about it. that's it. I just I want to mention <laughs> it. You should check that out. It's not a good film, but I love it. And. Uh, <laughs> We mentioned this in a previous pick, but mm-hmm. got to mention it one more time here with Equilibrium with Christian Bale. Yes, yes, um, yes. Very there dystopian. Very dystopian. You know, no feelings. Uh, the Matrix. 
True. True. Um, I actually saw that for the first time on VHS at your house. No shit. Oh my god. So, <laughs> yeah. It's not thank you. <laughs> thank you for corrupting. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, now we all live in one. Um, anyway. So, just a wonderful dystopian film. We'll talk about that more in like a sci-fi week or something. And um, last but not least, just wanted to mention Escape from New York from John Carpenter. Right. Um, right, wonderful right. Kurt Russell film. A lot of fun. If you're in the mood for more 80s, over the top ridiculousness. Oh, um, his name Snake? Isn't his actual name Snake? Snake yeah, Pliskin? in the yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. So another another delight from the cocaine-fueled 80s before things went <laughs> too off the rails. Too far, too far. Pull it back, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and... Uh, that's it. Just a few more okay. fun mentions before we get going. And uh, yeah, very hope cool. You, hope you enjoy some of these. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all things social media. Uh, we got our Twitter at this week's picks, and we've got um, TikTok and Instagram at this week's picks pod. Take that back. Let me flip that. Twitter is this week's picks pod. And Instagram and TikTok are at this week's pick. Yeah, you can find us. It, you'll you'll see the logo. And it's not Twitter anymore either. It's X, but we'll also call it Twitter to the day we probably die. Unless a little neural link makes us say X. But uh, anyways, guys, uh, this will be coming out. Appreciate it. I'll be getting back to the sports betting here in a few weeks with football right around the corner. I'll probably throw something up about the UFC. And some fights coming up um, and stuff like that. And I may do some baseball stuff on the Twitter and the TikTok. So follow us there for that. But appreciate everything, Jason. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the app. Appreciate the pics, my man. Have a good one. Cheers, y'all.